Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are talking about all of the events from Tuesday, March 2nd of 2021. And oh my goodness, for the first time in a very long time, we have updates from all seven royal families, which is awesome. Um, However, that being said, I am skipping Belgium. So there was one event. um, There isn't a lot to talk about from it. Um, And that is that King Philippe held an audience with the coordinator for biodiversity Belgium, uh, where they discussed the Belgian biodiversity platform. So that's the only thing going on in Belgium, and I just wanted to talk about that very quickly. Um, And so we are going to jump over now to the British royal family. Before we get into the British royal family, I want to quickly apologize. I noticed there was some rattling in the last clip, or last um, piece that you just listened to. I gave, I give my dog like treats or um, puzzles to do while I'm recording because that takes up some time for her, and it typically will give her time to adjust to like me talking, and she'll relax. Um, this puzzle I gave her was hard plastic, and I don't usually do that. And I didn't, I don't know why I thought that other than I couldn't find the, um, rubber puzzle we use. So I apologize for that. I took that away and gave her something to chew on. So that's what she's doing now. Um, but I just wanted to apologize for that, but I'm not editing it out. Um, obviously because you just heard it. Okay. So in the British Royal family, there was no update today on, um, Prince Philip and not a lot happening publicly so um the only thing that they mentioned in all of the social media today was queen elizabeth holding a telephone call with the army chief of staff to discuss how the british army is supporting the uk during the pandemic um now that doesn't mean that there wasn't stuff on the court circular there almost always is so let me go ahead and pull that up um this is something i frequently do i will always save this part of the podcast for pulling it up right as I'm recording. Um, however, it's not as easy now. I know I've talked about this so many, so many times, but like the court circular is, um, I'm just changing the way I look at it and it's a little bit slower. So I need to like pre-look at it and then save it and then go through and do it that way. Um, now I want to quickly say, because I just saw this on, uh, the Apple news app by pulling up the Sunday times that there, um, is a lot of drama happening. And just a reminder, I am, I talk about working Royals. And so if, and when, uh, public statements come out, I will talk about those but I'm not getting involved in the drama. I'm trying to keep myself above that. Um, Okay, I cannot, for the life of me, find the court circular. So I do still have access to my Sunday Times, I think. 
So let me take a peek at that this way, the way I used to. Also, it would help if I knew what day it was. Turns out I did have the court circular, just couldn't find the day. Um, okay, so at Windsor Castle, the Queen today held a meeting with General Sir Mark Carlton Smith, the Chief of the General Staff, which is what we just talked about. And then she also had an audience with the um, Chancellor of the Exchequer, um, who is, I guess, in charge of like the budget. And so the UK's budget day is like tomorrow. So the 2021 budget is released tomorrow, I think. Um, and then nothing going on in Clarence House, so Kensington Palace, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, joint patrons of the Royal Foundation for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge this afternoon spoke by a video link to a family who have been supported by Shout Tech Support Service. Uh, the Duchess of Cambridge this afternoon held a meeting with Miss Jasmine Harrison, um, who is the Atlantic Solar Rower. I think she um, is like the youngest woman to ever row something, but I don't remember what the distance is. I don't think it was the Atlantic Ocean, but it very well could have been. Um, and then the Duchess of Cambridge held an early years meeting via video link. So that's what was going on on the court circular. A good bit to talk about there. Um, but like I said, no update on Prince Philip. And on this podcast, we are keeping our head above the fray by me only mentioning the drama in terms of calling it the drama. So um, if you're looking for a more in-depth view, I am not it. Um, and yeah, so that's what was going on in the UK. And now we are headed over to the Danish royal family. While it sounds very exciting to be back in Denmark for the second day in a row, I have to admit I'm a little frustrated. Um, so let's talk about the event and then we'll talk about the frustration. So new photos were released today of Queen Margrethe and her dog um, during her winter holiday at the hunting lodge in Trend is how I'm saying it. Um, she also sent a message um, which reads, quote, the first signs of spring have begun to appear on the forest floor, on brushes, on bushes and trees, and in small and large gardens around the country. The Danish nature is something special, and we all have to look forward to it. In the past year, nature has been a free space for many of us, and we have experienced Denmark in a new way. In the coming time, we must continue to live with restrictions, but in more than one sense, we are facing brighter times. Here from Trend, I send the warmest spring greetings to everyone. Margrethe R. Okay, end quote. Here is my problem. We have not seen Queen Margrethe since January 4th. That is almost two months. Has she been on vacation on winter holiday this entire time? Like, I try very hard 
to not get concerned about hardworking royals versus not hardworking royals. Every country is different. But, like, the Danish royal family as a whole has had eight events. In February, they had three, and they were all Crown Princess Mary. What is happening? Like, I'm thoroughly confused, and I have no right to be frustrated, so I'm not really frustrated, but, like, if I were Danish and I recognize that, like, in countries that have monarchies, right, they're just there. Like, I get that. But, like, when they do things, it's a big deal. So if they're in lockdown, say they're in lockdown. Say that they're doing what they need to do to keep their families safe. But, like, they didn't even make that announcement. It's just she had an event on the 4th, which was, like, the replacement New Year's reception, and then disappeared. Like, and they put on the calendar, like, technically where she is, and that's fine. But, like, what the heck? I don't know. And I know, like, the Danish royal family is extremely popular, so they have the um, ability to, I don't want to say get away with this, but, like, it's not noticed. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating to me. Like, I find it, and I'm not frustrated in terms of, like, they're not doing their work. Denmark's in lockdown. I recognize that. I understand it. But, like, I feel like a monarch, every other monarch, has been doing something. The exception being King Harald, who's on sick leave. But, like, every other monarch, including the elderly ones, have been doing something. Even if their country's in lockdown, they're working from home. They're having video conferences. Are we, like... Have we seen Queen Margaretha do a video conference? I don't know. And I hope this comes across as, like, just a rant. Because it is. Like, I'm not super mad. I'm, I'm annoyed. But I'm not mad or anything. Like, I just... It's kind of weird, right? Like, I'm just having this where have they been kind of moment. And when I was looking back, like, Queen Margaretha had one event the whole year. It was on January 4th. I remember the date because it's the only one she had. Crown Princess Mary had three in February and it was only her. I think Crown Prince Frederick has only had maybe one, maybe two. He maybe had two. Okay. He had three in January. Good for him. And Mary had three in February and one in January. But like... Queen Margaretha has had one in all of January, all of February. And she's still on winter holiday. Okay. Rant over. The pictures are really cute. I love her dog. I'm good. Um, I'm annoyed, but, like, that's what it is, right? Okay. So, with that, let's move on now to the Netherlands.
the Netherlands today, there were actually a couple of different things. We're going to start with the event and then start with the, like, and then finish with the news release. So today, Queen Maxima, in her role as UN Secretary General, Special Advocate for Financial Inclusion and something, investment? I don't remember. Um, she, uh, Queen Maxima held a video conference with the president of South Africa, um, where they were talking about um, different financial inclusion platforms for the country. Um, okay. Here is the news item from the Netherlands. So today, the Dutch royal house announced that Princess Alexia, who is the... Um, I hate calling children middle children, but she is the middle child of King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima. Um, they announced that she will be attending the United World College Atlantic in Wales. Now, if you remember, we recently talked about the United World College in Atlantic because that is where Princess Leonor from Spain is also going to be studying. So... Um, the girls are the same age. Alexia will turn 16 in June, and Leonor will turn 16 in October. Um, but they're finishing school at the same time, and will be starting UWC at the same time. And so we've already talked a lot about UWC, but I want to just quickly go over it. I'm going to actually pull up my script from that day if I can remember when that happened. Um, I should have prepared this ahead of time. But UWC is in Wales. It's in an old castle on the island of Wales. Um, it is part of a series of boarding schools uh, of United World College. And um, it focuses a lot on, like, on creating... The, the future leaders and like I don't always mean future monarchs um however and Alexia is not a future monarch monarch probably but um Leonor obviously is and but it prepares like really people who graduate from there are going to could become very influential people um in the world throughout the world um so I was thoroughly surprised, and I have to say this, um, I think just yesterday I was thinking about royals live rent-free in my head, and so sometimes when I like am not thinking about anything, they'll pop into my brain, and that's fine. Um, but I was thinking about how different Leonor and Amalia, uh, who is the oldest child of Willem Alexander and Maxima and the future queen of the Netherlands, um, are being educated differently, and like how much... Willem Alexander and Maxima have really seemed to want to give their children an extremely normal life um, in terms of like they study Amalia studied in the Netherlands and really um, like seems to be a pretty normal teenager. Um, she doesn't, the deal that they have with the Dutch press is like she really doesn't get photographed very often, um, only at official events. I think there's been like one other time when people have seen her um, and she was in like a parliament session, um, like 
observing, just in like the gallery observing. Um, but the girls have led a very normal life. And so that was, I was thinking about that, about how differently some of these heirs are being prepared. And it wasn't like on a judgment basis or anything. I was literally just like, huh, okay. Well, it seems like that's what the Dutch royal family is, you know, headed towards. And I was also kind of expecting a college announcement soonish for Amalia, um, like where she would get her bachelor degree. And then today I woke up to this news. Also, I ended up Googling after I recorded, um, you can make your Twitter timeline chronological. And I did, and it was much better today. Um, although it's been kind of crazy tonight because I'm, I'm missing things like, because I'm seeing everything in chronological order. There's a lot happening. Um, and I'm like scrolling way back. I don't know. There's benefits, I guess. But, um, I noticed that all of these tweets were coming out, out about Alexia and UWC Atlantic. And I just thought that was really cool. Um, I'm a little confused by it, but like overall, I think that's awesome. I think it's going to be a great school. Um, part of me, like I am trying not to be invested in these girls' lives because they're children. Um, but like, there's a part of me, I'm not going to lie, that like wants them to become really good friends during school. I just want that. I don't know why. Um, but like, I know they know each other, but like, I'm really just, I want them to be friends. I don't know. It's weird, but I'm trying not to like be invested because they're teenagers and they're children. And while yes, they are royal, they deserve their privacy and not to have people like wanting them to become best friends. But the real part of me wants that. So I was very excited. Um, like I said, UWC is like a really great school. I know when I was looking at it for, um, the day they announced for Leonor, like, uh, Muhammad Yunus was coming to do a, a, a talk. I don't know if it was virtual or not, but like Muhammad Yunus founded the like microfinance program. Um, like the idea of microfinance loans and yeah, I mean, it was just like so awesome. Um, it's a really cool looking school. So I was very excited to see, that Alexia will be going there as well. Um, there are still a couple more, you know, 15 year old Royals if they all want to go. Um, you know, that, that'd be interesting, but I don't know. I think it's cool. Oh, also, uh, King Willem Alexander went to UWC when he was doing his, um, baccalaureate. So just like a side note, I don't know if I, I don't remember if I mentioned that when I did Leonore's, um, but when that was announced, you can hear more about the school. Um, that was announced on February 2nd. So it would have been, or February 10th, I'm sorry. It would have been the episode that came out the 11th, but it would have been titled February 10th, 2021. So you can take a listen to that and hear a little bit more about UWC. Um, Okay, so that's what was going on in the Dutch royal family. So now let's go ahead and move on to Norway. You guys, there was so much today. I'm loving it. 
but also I forgot how taxing it can be to talk for this long. Um, just in terms of like, there are so many different events and I don't really get to just ramble, um, which I get to when there aren't, you know, seven royal families to talk about um, or six five minute segments, you know. Anyway, okay, so um, today Crown Prince Regent Akun participated in uh, the Municipal Political Summit where he and a group, uh, two young people uh, had a, like, a, a conversation. Wow, that was a really simple word that I had a hard time finding. Um, to About ensuring that young people can find belonging in their society. So... We haven't really talked about this because it hasn't really impacted royals yet, but there are, I guess we talked about it a little bit in the Netherlands, but like, I didn't really understand what it was all about. So in Europe, the younger people, so people under 30 are kind of over it. Um, so Spain has been hitting, get, getting hit really hard with this. Norway, it seems, has been um, experiencing some of this. In Spain, it's young people are rioting um, about their, their situation. But in Norway, they're Norwegian, so they're handling it a little bit better. But um, young people can't find jobs, are living on the streets, living at home, kind of the same situation everywhere you look. Um, you know, I'm really lucky um, in that my job is mine. I create my job. I create my hours. I work when I want. I do what I want. But like, and I'm choosing this. I could go get a job, a traditional nine to five job if I wanted to, um, but I don't. But so many people that I know that I've met in my personal life, that I've heard stories of in Spain, that I've heard stories of now in Norway, are kind of being forced to do things like DoorDash. Like I said, I'm, I'm a DoorDash driver full time and I love it and that's my choice. I am happy doing that. Um, I'm a person that has never wanted a boss. And so this is a really good compromise. Um, while I try out different things, I can have that as like a mildly consistent income. It's not always consistent, but like other young people are being kind of forced into picking that choice because they can't find a job. They're college educated and they can't find a job. Um, I'm going to say this, and this is going to be controversial. And if you're of college making decision age or younger talk to the people that you trust in your lives about this not me who you listen to a podcast from every day but you can do great things without a college degree when I was growing up you had to have a college degree that was the only way you were going to make it well now we all of the like 25 to 30 year olds, 35 even, all have college degrees because that's what we were taught. You had to have. And it's not getting us anywhere. I use the things I learned in college, but I do not use my degree. And so 
there's this like millennial moment where we are struggling and younger than us people are struggling even because they see what our lives are and are not super excited to get into this market. So they, um, I think the kids were 16 and 18 and they had a conversation with Akun about this situation and like what can be done. Um, and so they talked about it and I think that's really, really awesome. Um, So, yeah, I just think it was really, really great, um, and it really focused on inclusion, which is, like, such a Norwegian's Nordic thing, and I love it so much. Um, okay, so that is what was going on in Norway, um, and with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. Spain today, both King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended the National Sports Awards for 2018, um, held at the Palacio de Prado, um, which is like a really beautiful palace that has, um, I don't know, I just, I just like that one. It's really pretty. And um, they delivered the awards for, um, to different athletes, teams, and organizations. So, the National Sport Awards are held, I think, annually or maybe every two years. They might coincide with Olympic years, um, but typically they're given, like, the year after. So if they're, like, this should have been held and they were awarded in 2019. They should have been awarded or delivered in 2020. But, of course, we're living in a pandemic. So it was probably something that was going to happen in March, um, but on March 15th, Spain went into lockdown and chaos ensued. So, wow, I just looked at the day and realized that March 15th is not that far away. Okay, sorry. Anyway, um, so this year they were delivering sports awards for 2018. Um, typically the ceremony is really, I've watched a few like back um, it's very hands-on inclusive. Um, there are trophies that coincide with each award and the royal family will deliver these. So in years past, and this is why I think maybe it's done every two years because the last ones I remember seeing were in 2018. Um, but previously it was like King Juan Carlos, Queen Sofia, King Felipe and Queen Letizia, like, all took part in this. I said that in the completely wrong order, by the way. It should be King Felipe, Queen Letizia, King Juan Carlos, and Queen Sofia. But that was not the way I said it. Um, but, um, obviously that's not an option this year. Um, but they hand the trophies over 
and it's all just like a very hands-on experience. Well, this year it was similar, but each award was given um, a certificate, and then in the fam like the group official photo, the trophies were splayed out in front. So the trophies have um, different, or the awards have different names. So there's the Premio Rey Felipe, which is um, King Felipe Award, uh, uh, Queen Letizia Award. Uh, Princess Leonor has an award, and Ponta Sofia has an award. Um, there's the uh, uh, Ibero-American uh, <laughs> Ibero Community Trophy, um, the Superior Council of Sports Award, um, the National... Um, the Premio Nacional a las Artes y las Ciencias. Okay, I can't translate all that. That's too much. I'm sorry. Um, so, like, all of these different awards have different purposes. So, I found Leonor's to be really cool. Um, hers is somewhat is for an athlete younger than 18. Um, and Letizia's is for a female athlete. Um, I think. King Felipe's can be for, like, anybody. Um, yeah, I don't know. They were just, like, very, very cool. Um, I love this award. And I want to say, so I don't, I've talked about this. I don't talk about hair or fashion very often. But Letizia had a piece of her, like, she had her hair just in a bun. And a piece of it fell out. And I have never felt more seen in my life. Um, I always, if I'm wearing a bun, a piece of my bun will always fall out. Um, I have it in a bun today and I'm amazed that nothing has fallen out, but like, I just felt so, <laughs> it felt so relatable and I'm like, she's probably going to hate all of these videos where you can see this, but I kind of love it because it was so normal. Like it happens. Um, and then she also had these earrings. Again, not a thing I talk about, but they were earrings that kind of looked like shoelaces, but they were crystal, there were crystals embedded in them, or I think they were just crystals because the earrings are 200 euros, which is still a lot, but like reasonable. I don't think they were like little diamonds or anything, um, but they were so cute. I don't know. There are tons of like fashion people out there on Instagram. Um, I follow uh, Letizia de Princesa. Arena, uh, or Arena, and her account is really, really great. Like, she's awesome. Um, and she identified them so quickly, and they were, they're just really cute earrings. So, I'm not a person for that, but I will talk about them if I find them adorable, which is what this was. So, that's what was going on in Spain. It was a really great event. Um, like I said, it's a full week pretty much for Spain now that we got through yesterday's day off. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Sweden. <music> Finishing off in Sweden, there really wasn't a lot going on. However, today Prince Oscar turns five. I'm not okay. So Prince Oscar is the youngest child of Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel. And 
you guys, this child is just, he's finally <laughs> coming into his personality and I love it so much. But like when he was a baby, he was the grumpiest, but like most observant. He was never sad. Like he was always just, he had this expressive face. Um, and it was never one of like enjoyment, which I uh, <laughs> think is hilarious. Um, but he, these pictures, so the Swedish Royal House releases pictures for everybody's birthday. Um, the kids usually get a good amount, which is kind of awesome. Um, but there were four pictures released of Oscar, um, two, two from the same photo shoot with Princess Estelle's birthday, um, and Rio the dog was in one of them, and then a couple outside in the snow, and like, this little child is so stinking cute. I cannot handle it. I cannot believe he's five. I'm handling him being five better than I do his sister being nine. Um, and also the fact that Leonor and Alexia are somehow the same age and going to the same school. Like, I'm not handling that well, although very excited. Um, but, like, it's just not a, like, him being five is crazy. Um, I also sometimes think he's older than he is, um, just because I'm not, like, he and Estelle have a very large, like, they have a larger age gap than most royal siblings do, um, and so I frequently will think, like, I know I thought for a couple, a couple of times over the past couple weeks that, or week, I guess, that he was turning six, but he's not, he's five, um, and what a cute five-year-old he is. So with that, um, the photos are great. They're up on thedailyroyal.com. You can check that out there. Um, they're up on Instagram, The Daily Royal. Um, I'm going to end this podcast. Please like and review it wherever you're listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. With a little dog shake at the very end just for you, Liberty says hi and goodbye.